0: Welcome everybody online. This is an interesting day, is it not? Uh, this is our first public in-person service. And as was mentioned at the beginning of the service, if you weren't with us online at the very beginning, what we have found over the last three or four months is is it doesn't matter if people have to drive across the province to get to church, if they have to drive across town, across the street, or even if they have to just go down to the couch, it's hard for people to show up on time. We have found that to be true. Our, our online numbers grow in the first 15 minutes of the service every week. And even still, both live right now and online throughout the week, we'll have more people online who participate in the service than are here Uh, In the service with us today, but if you are online and you would like to be here next week Just on our website every single week we need to register and I want to mention that to everybody who's here As well you're like, but I did it this week. You mean I have to do it every week. Guess what? Even I did it Okay, I have to register every week both for a couple of reasons. First of all, we have limited capacity Because of the distancing requirements and so we don't want you to show up and us have run out of seats. So we need to know who's going to be here every week through pre-registration and also for the sake of contact tracing. If we pray that this would not happen, but if someone were to come here with COVID and that somehow we found that out to be the case, we want to be able to let you know so that you can Uh, Be tested, because we want to be responsible members of our community, right? And so that's why we do the registration each and every week. So every week, we invite you to do that at our website, mw.church. Also, what you might want to do, I did it at the beginning of the service. Like I said, more people will engage with us digitally now than in person still. And so I took my phone out right as the service was starting, I went to Facebook and YouTube and encouraged people to share on the different platforms. You might even want to do that right now. I encourage you. I'll let you play on your phone right now at the beginning of the message. And if you're online, it's a lot easier for you because you already have your device open or your computer on. And so go ahead and share and invite people uh, to join us because maybe God has a word for them today as well. And so let's continue to remember to do that each and every week. Et je suis très content, content de poser, uh, cette question aujourd'hui. Finally, 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 this is a historic moment where after almost four months and with new pre-registration protocols in place, distancing in place, and a limited crowd size, I can finally ask you this in person. But instead of shouting, I want you to clap because no germs are spread through clapping, right? And so what I want you to do is I ask this question, voici la question, are you ready to study God's word today? Okay. Well, in this difficult season, we are so grateful for how people have, have done their part and have, have, have been kind and gracious and patient and how many people have engaged through online things like Celebrate Recovery and, uh, and teen ministry and children's ministry. And our small groups have been amazing online. Thank you to all of our small group leaders who negotiated that, indif- that difficult challenge of doing something brand new. And we cracked the nut. I tell you what. We unwrapped the present of a whole new way of doing ministry in this season, and for many of our small groups, online will continue to be the best option, including during the summer months, and, and for alpha, for skeptics, and, and new believers it worked amazingly online, having never done it before, and prayer ministries, and for a number of different reasons, for some of you, and we're going to talk about that in just a few minutes, for some of you, online might continue to be the best option for you. And so please know that you are not a second-class citizen if you're still online with us today. We want to make it as powerful for you as ever. But here's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about some of the tension that we have been facing in this season and some of the tension that we will continue to face as long as this COVID pandemic is a thing. And I don't know about you, but, but one of the questions that I've been wrestling with, and I wonder if you can relate, is the question of when. When are things going back to normal? How many of you say that's the question you've been wrestling with? Yes, online. How many of you, you're like, I am so tired of all this, right? When are things going to get back to normal? And about a month or so ago, our province made announcements that they were going to start loosening regulations and allowing businesses and organizations to operate on a limited capacity, and and I, again, I don't know about you, but for me, it was an amazing thing to actually eat in public for the first time at a restaurant. I wasn't sure that I remembered how to eat in public anymore. It's like, did I pick up some bad habits, chewing with my mouth open or what? Uh, but finally, getting to eat out in, in public for the first time, being able to go to the YMCA to exercise It was just an amazing experience. It was good for my emotional and physical health. And then they made the announcement that groups of 50 could begin to meet in in pods of 50. And so immediately, Upon that announcement, we began working on plans to do things like student ministry and celebrate recovery and some creative ways to do children's ministry and little family pods on Monday night that we've been exper- uh, experimenting with. And, and, and we, on, uh, about a month ago, as soon as that announcement was made, set the calendar date of July 5th, this date, as our target date to get ready. And so much planning took place. And here's what was really frustrating... We were allowed to do pods of 50 on the floor, a pod of 50 on, in the balcony. We were going to use the Life Center for a pod of 50 on the floor, and we figured we could do about 25 with spacing in the balcony there. We could do groups downstairs in various rooms with technology and live streaming. We could do a, gr- a couple groups upstairs. And so we were working on all of these plans, wiring the building for this infrastructure. Like, it, we were working the plan. And then they changed it. (laughs) And then they changed it again. And and, and so every week, it was agonizing, right? And for some of you business owners and people in various uh, places that you work, you know what that's like. You experience some of that frustration as well. I think for many of us, it's been kind of like this, this wonderfully creative song written by a music teacher. If you haven't seen it, check this out as much of the world continues on in isolation people working from home they're trying to figure out things to do with their family uh, things to figure out how to pass the time Lindsay and a lot of teachers have been going online and coaches trying to trying to help out their students and, and their athletes um this one teacher in particular music teacher i thought was phenomenal not only did she pick up an instrument and decide to help out her student and spread some joy but she wrote a song and as inspiration she was going to share what she's been going through and how it makes her feel while she is in isolation. Have a look. Hey, so as some of you guys might know, I'm a music teacher and I found that one of the best ways that I can process the whole transition to online learning and teaching is to write a song. So I wrote a song. I'd like to share that with you guys now. Here we go. (laughs) <laughs> not I was expecting, not that. expecting that. <laughs> All right. As much of the world continues on. Okay. Now we're going to sing that song together. Okay. Uh, and and that really has been the word because you know what the the frustrating fact is as well. There could be another outbreak in our city, and a month from now we could have to go right back into lockdown. They're like Joel, don't say it. But you know it's a possibility, right? And so in the midst of all of this, there have been so many disagreements. Some people think that our province has moved too slow in opening things back up. Others think that, that everybody's moving too fast in all of this. And we get frustrated about all of these things that are outside of our control. But listen, uh, uh, there is one thing that is within our control, There is one thing in all the things that we can't control, one thing that we can control, and it's this. We may not be able to control the question of when, but we do have power over the question of how. And that's what we're going to talk about today. How do we proceed with ministry? And frankly, I think this is the most important question, right? That I think sometimes God is not as concerned about the when questions as we are, because God knows, right? But what he is concerned about so often is how we proceed. And, and, And even more specifically, what we're going to talk about, even in the midst of our disagreements, is how do we treat each other? And listen to what the Bible says. The Bible says in in Romans chapter 12, verse 10, be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Honor, would would everybody say honor? Honor one another above yourselves. Honor others over yourself. Now, how do we do that? And frankly, why do we do that? Because we know that tensions have arisen in, in our culture about the questions that we've talked about today. And, and 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 I've I've got a bad habit where I turn on this channel called CBC and I watch all the experts debate and, and fight with each other and, and, and saying this, this province did things the right way and that province did things the wrong way and, and then they'll go back and, well, we, we were wrong about that and we were right. And, and then I do something even worse. I turn on a channel called CNN and they really know how to get after each other. Right? Like that's the difference between Canada and the U.S. Just watch CBC and watch CNN and you can tell right away. And people are like at each other's throats over these issues. And so why are we as Christians called to be different? And I think there are two reasons found here in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1 through 3. Ephesians 4 begins and says, as a prisoner for the Lord. Now, now, let's, let's just stop right here before we get into the rest of this passage. That's an odd phrase, isn't it? What does it mean to be a prisoner for the Lord? This is a confusing statement because doesn't the Bible talk about freedom, that we are called to freedom in Christ? Doesn't Jesus say that that was the reason that he came? In order to set the prisoners free, to proclaim uh, freedom and and, and the the yokes and the chains to fall off as we, we come to Christ to set the oppressed free? But here's the thing. You see, there is a difference often between what the world calls freedom and what Jesus calls freedom. And that's where we get confused, because often we don't understand that the that biblical freedom is not just about doing whatever you want or whatever you feel. It's not about sleeping with whoever you want. It's not about spending money on whatever you want or acting however you want with no rules, no guidelines. That's often what the Bible or, or what the world calls freedom. And so when we read it in the Bible, it's confusing to us because we'll use the same words but mean different things. See, Jesus says that, that the world's definition of freedom is actually the very thing that will lead you back into bondage. That true freedom is only found in Jesus Christ. And how do we live out that calling? How do we do that? Look at what it says. As a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Our calling is in Christ. It's not just to live for ourselves, but to live for him. And then look at what happens next in this verse. Here's what our calling does in our lives. It causes us to be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. And so, how do we live out this this calling in the midst of COVID-19? Well, today I want to give you a word picture that hopefully will be useful for you in your daily conversations. I want to give us some, some common verbiage that we can use here around the church to express our feelings and kind of honor one another In our conversations and figure out where your boundaries are and where my boundaries are and the way that we're going to do that is by using this word picture that actually was was given by a a fellow Wesleyan pastor a friend named Kevin Myers and so if we put on the screen this picture this is our word picture that that it's a a traffic light now Even if you don't have a driver's license, I think most everybody knows how a traffic light works, right? There are three colors, and and what does the color green mean? Green means go. Green means go. Green is good. Thank God for green lights. In fact, I have a a big painting in my office that has a motorcycle, and underneath it says, life needs more green lights. (laughs) And so green means what? Green means go. Now, what does yellow mean? Yellow, yellow means what? Yellow means go even faster, right, to get through the light. That's what, no, 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 that's not what yellow means. Yellow means what? It means caution. Slow down, get ready. Make sure, proceed with caution. Get ready to stop or get ready to go depending upon what the evaluation is of the situation. That's yellow, What does red mean? Red means stop. Red means danger. Red means do not proceed. You go through the intersection, somebody might hit you. Red means stop. And so these are the rules of the road. These are the rules of the road. And you don't have to, to even have a driver's license to understand what red, yellow, and green mean. Check out this headline from the Atlantic Atlantic magazine, April 29th, uh, just two months ago. See if you can guess what color light this author is. The headline says, Georgia's experiment with human sacrifice. The state of Georgia is about to find out how many people need to lose their lives to shore up their economy. That's the headline. Let me ask you, what color light do you think that author is? <laughs> That's a red light person, isn't it? That's a red light person says, stop, stop, stop. And the fact is that some of you here today, you're a red light person. But more than likely, if you're a red light person, you're not here today, right? More than likely, the red light people are still at home watching online. And listen, we understand that for many of you, that is the right choice for this season. Maybe because of your own health or the health of someone you love. We have people in our church who are battling cancer right now. Some have an immune deficiency disorder. Some of you live with an elderly parent or a loved one or because of your job, and that's just the beginning of a whole list of reasons why some of you, your color might be red today. And I want you to know something. We love you, and we respect your choice. And we want to continue to do everything we can to provide online ministries that are valuable. And in fact, that's that's what we're calling a hybrid ministry. Everything that we've started up in person so far, we have tried to do now in hybrid ministry, meaning both in person and online at the same time. And so some of you, the color is red. What about the next color? I wonder how many yellow light people there are here today. Uh, our yellow light people came today just to sort of check things out. You weren't even sure if you were going to come, but you decided to go ahead and register and it didn't rain this morning. You thought, okay, I think I'm going to go, but I'm going to watch out because I'm not sure exactly what they're going to do and, and how they're going to you know operate under these new procedures. And, or maybe you're a yellow light person and you stayed at home Because you wanted to give it some time and kind of make sure that all the systems were worked out. And you're like, I'm not going to be the guinea pig. I'm going to wait and make sure that they get things right before I go to church. And so a lot of us are yellow light people. And then our green light people. You know who the green light people are because green light people thought we should have been back to church two months ago. Green light people aren't even sure that we should have ever closed in the first place. Green light people came running in looking for people to hug and kiss, right? Yeah, we've got a few green light people. Now, green light people, let me talk to you for a minute. (laughs) Because our green light people, uh, we have to be cautious about how we honor others in the season who don't share your light color. And so in the midst of all of this, I wonder which color you might be of the three. Now, I'm not going to get you to identify and, and kind of come out of the closet today and declare your light color, uh, but, but I think as we talk through that, all of you could probably identify, those here in the room and those online with us today could probably say, you know what, I'm yellow or I'm red or I'm a green, green, green. And I'm, I'm going to go ahead and confess something to you. I'm, this is kind of like admitting who you voted for in the election, right? You're not supposed to do it. I, I'm going to go ahead and right now and I'm going to tell you what my light color is because I want us to be able to be open in dialogue. That's how we honor one another's above ourselves, is to, is to share that and to honor the, the, uh, the, the perspective of the others on this. And I would say that I've been pretty firmly in the yellow camp there are times that I'm yellow bordering on green, and, and there, are, there are times that I thought, you know, if we would just go ahead and actually enforce the distancing and wear masks and do the stuff that they're telling us we ought to do, then we can probably go ahead and open sooner, and, and maybe we'll be able to stay open longer. And, and so there are times that I'm yellow bordering on green. But then I watch CNN and all the stuff going on in the states, and the colors are getting red, red, red across the states with the increases and the spikes, and I, and I look and I see it's how some people are not taking distancing seriously, and I think, oh my goodness, this could just spread like that, and, and what's going to happen? And, and so there are other times that I'm yellow, leaning into to red a little bit. And so really, it probably depends what, what day it is for me, or what conversation I just had, but 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 I, I tend to be a yellow depending on what day bordering on one of the other colors. And in a church like this, we have all three, don't we? Because we're not just a yellow light church or just a green light church or, or just a red light church. In a church like this, we have people who are all three. And remember what Romans 12 says. Verse 10 said that we are to honor others above ourselves. In other words, honor the light color of those around you rather than forcing them to adopt yours. Uh-huh. Yeah? Is this, is this making some sense now when we, as we put it together? That's why I wear a mask before and after the service. It's not because I'm personally afraid, but because I want to honor those around me. That's why that we are encouraging whisper singing. You saw that on the registration, right? Whisper singing, because of all the stuff that they say about singing, and and frankly, I think a lot of the the uh, the fears about singing in church are they use choirs as an example, and 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 people in choirs tend to sing really loud. Most people in church, if we could get them to sing as loud as even they talk, I think the roof would blow off. (laughs) Most people don't sing very loud in church, but those of us who do, I'm a robust singer. Robust singers, you need to wear a mask. Out of respect, to honor those around you, that's what I think. And so we're encouraging whisper singing, and we'll talk about that more here later in the service, but... But that's why we ask you to stay two meters apart and why, you know, we, you, you know, the green people, you hate the fact that we told you that you have to sit in a certain space and, and to distance and you can only sit with people that you came in in the door with as a group, as a family group or in your bubble and, 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 and all that sort of stuff. But listen, this is how we are seeking, even if we don't agree all the time, this is how we are seeking to honor others over ourselves. And so how do, we, how do we operate in our disagreements, in our different light colors? Here's what the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 2, one more time. It says, be completely humble and gentle. Why do we need to be humble? Because I'm amazed at how many covert experts I run into every day. doesn't matter what their degree is, what their job is, what their background is. COVID experts who are pretty sure they know more than everybody else. And yet I watch and read, and I've probably done as much reading and research as anybody, and and what i found is that even the experts disagree with themselves. And so can we just as Christians have some humility and admit that we probably don't know as much as we think we do, that there are a lot of things that we don't know, and so in our disagreements, can we be humble and gentle? Can we be patient, bearing Oh, bearing with each other, because being with each other can sometimes be a bear, right? Bearing with one another in love. Let's bear with each other. Because the the fact is, nobody wants to have to register for church every week. I don't want to have to do it. I know you don't either. I don't want to be told, you know, you have to go down the row and sit this way. and sit. Nobody wants that. I don't want to be told if I'm going to sing loud, I need to wear a mask, otherwise whisper. Nobody wants to hear that. Nobody does. But can we bear with each other in this difficult season, acknowledging? I, I, I said to somebody this morning that I feel like everything that we're doing as a church, and you probably feel like this in your places of work as well, that everything we do, it feels like takes double the effort and only gets half the results of normal it's frustrating. Nobody wants to live like this. We get it. We don't either. But listen, we believe that God can work even in this. (laughs) God can work even in this. Uh, Last week, we had someone pray to receive Christ who had been part of Online Alpha. Months ago, we would have never guessed that there would even be such a thing as Online Alpha, and now people are coming to Christ because of it. Last week, Pastor Pat shared the story of some miracles and healings in our youth ministry, uh, and he talked about people coming to Christ. and, and, And who would have thought that God would do such things in the midst of a pandemic, but God God is still working because, listen, we believe that God is greater than all of this. Can I get a clap instead of an amen? <laughs> and so we thank you for being here today. And I just wonder if we could do something that's been really special for me. Because one of the things that I've really, really missed over these three or four months has been the power of what the Bible calls us to do, which is to gather together and sing his praise. And so with whisper singing in place and in our staff meetings, with social distancing, when we started having our staff meetings here at the church back in person, everybody had their own table. We were all two meters apart. But all of a sudden, during our prayer time as a staff, I just started singing. And people broke out into tenor and alto and people who didn't, don't carry a tune kind of finding the places in between. And it was quiet and it was respectful, and, but it was beautiful. And I thought, I wonder if we could do that Today. Again, not projecting any louder than you would talk. We don't want to put anybody in danger. But I wonder if we could, and if you want to sing robustly, put on your mask. (laughs) But could we just declare that God's power is greater than all of this?
1: There is power. To break every chain. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus Christ, my righteousness i dare not trust the sweetest frame but wholly lean on jesus name on christ the solid rock i stand all other ground is sinking sand all other ground is sinking sand
0: Lord we thank you for your sweet presence here today For those online and those here in the building Lord may you remind us in our spirits that you are not done with us yet That there are greater things yet to come, no matter what this world might throw at us. You are greater, you are bigger, you are stronger, you are faithful, and all that we need is found in you. Lord, in our moments of discouragement, in our moments of isolation, in our moments of fear, Lord, that we would press into your word as the foundation for our lives. Lord, that you would build us in community as a church. And Lord, we pray for your mission because Lord, you have entrusted to us a community with Thousands and thousands and thousands of people who do not know you, who are lost and searching in this dark and broken, dying world. And Lord, we pray that the hope of new life would spring up within us. Lord, that we would declare that hope into this world of discouragement and that we would model for this world what it means to be a community together that loves one another in spite of our differences by the power of Jesus who has given us the ministry of reconciliation to be reconciled to God and reconciled to one another no matter our color or ethnicity, no matter our nationality, no matter our community, no matter our backgrounds or the trajectory for our future that together we are one in Christ Jesus who died. For our sins to set us free. And so, Lord, we pray right now for anyone who is here in this room or anyone online who has not yet surrendered to you, Lord, that you would be speaking into their lives. And just right now, if you would confess your sin and say, Lord, I need you. This world does not satisfy, the lies are being exposed. But the truth of your word is beautiful. And so Lord, right now speak to anyone who's surrendering in their heart to you just right now that you would confess, confess, confess to him. Believe that Jesus died on the cross for the forgiveness of your sins and receive his forgiveness. Receive it right now. Say, come in, Lord, come in and take control of my life. I want to follow you. I want to be your son your daughter, part of the family of God. In Jesus' name we pray. And if you prayed that prayer, we have that Connect card that this is, is there in the seat in front of you. If you want to just grab that Connect card, if you're here online or if you're or in person, if you're online right now, you can do the same thing. Go to mw.church slash connect card. And there... Uh, If you want to let us know, you could even just send us an email, whatever's easiest for you. But let us know that you made that decision for Christ today so that we can follow up and help you get started on your journey with Jesus and on his family. You got a family now in Jesus. And so let's one more time give him glory and clap together. Let me hear it.